My name is Bryce, and I'm your host for The Inbound Secret, where we're talking with top performers and health experts and sales badasses alike about their strategies to optimize their well-being and performance. Once again, this is The Inbound Secret, and, and let's get rocking and rolling. This is The Inbound. Welcome back to another episode of the Inbound Secret. Today, I've got a special guest for y'all. We have got Conrad over here. And I remember, what, a year ago, maybe two at the most, you were just getting into this space. And I see you crushing it across the board. So wanted to bring you on, let you educate and provide some value, drop some bombs, give a quick introduction to everybody listening, my man. Cool. What's up, guys? Well, hope everybody's... Uh you know, doing well. Do you have any questions for me? You just kind of want me to shoot off the hip, basically. Well, first do a quick little intro, let everybody know who you are and kind of what you do, uh, your business, all that. And then I've got a few questions lined up, but we're going to be mostly shooting off the hit, man. It's no holds barred. We're not, we're not here trying to like impress anybody's father. No so barred, we're, we're good. <laughs> That's a sad part. Kids these days won't even know what WWF is. Really. No. You know, they think it's WWE, which is the, the funny part. And not that I have watched wrestling in probably over 20 years, but the point is, they won't know. <laughs> so, uh, so what's up, guys? So, yeah, my name's Conrad. I've uh, been in this space for probably three years, but been on my direct own, like um, just making my own clients and making this my own business instead of using the skill set to make sales for somebody else. Uh, I'd probably say a good eight probably like eight months, but all in all of all my learning, I'd probably have to say two and a half years, maybe three. Um, all started my work for this Chiesty moving company and I knew the power of exclusive leads. And I was like, I know I can make these or I can mm -hmm. learn how to make these. And my friend, Brian Delaney, he's a good friend of mine. He, he's the one who kind of open my eyes into it about the like click funnels. I remember when I took the certification course for click funnels, I was like, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. I was like, it was so confusing. And the lady on there was super boring uh, talking and uh, it was just mind was tuned out, you know, but I tried to learn as much as I could. But nice thing was he gave me, he gave me a template. So I actually sold a $10,000 package of his without ever, um, videoing or anything just by a couple phone calls it was because that's what he sells so a blueprint for him to build out a blueprint for somebody it's like 10k that's just to sit down for him for a day for about six and a half hours then if you want to build it now we're talking like 100 200 plus so he's a he's a monster he's a beast but anyways he gave me a template and i had to learn how to put all my own stuff in there and i still had to pay him for it even though he was my friend but um Friend, that's I, what friends do. I was gonna say, I feel like that is the epitome of a friendship because you you see so many people out here that are like, "Hey, I started a business," and immediately, "Can I get a discount?" And then there's there's yeah. us. There's like people that are entrepreneurs by like born and bred. It's just something that's in you. And you wake up and your friends like, "Hey, started a business," and you're like, "No, I got you." Like, 
I'll pay for it. Don't worry. I'm not asking for no discount. discount, man. Let me get the home <laughs> discount. Yeah, hundred percent. Everybody wants a fucking fucking deal, you know. Um, and well, long story short, I worked at that moving company, and the first course I ended up getting, and I haven't surprisingly. I have courses, but I know somehow I've worked out deals with other entrepreneurs. I haven't paid for them. Like these are all 10K courses that I've never even paid for, which is cool. But the point is I went to Funnel Hacking Live and they did a, um, uh, they were doing like a last minute kind of like presentation. And it was about the kids that get traffic and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And they did a deal where, okay, if you spend, you know, if you donate 350 or something like that, We'll give you uh, traffic. So funny thing is, I don't know if you knew this, Bryce. Uh, my my Mickey Mouse here. That I <laughs> we went to Disney. We had a good time. Uh, but I don't know if you knew this. So there's Traffic Secrets. We know this book, right, by mm -hmm. Russell Brunson. That came out maybe about four months ago, five months ago. But before this, there's an actual course that they have called Traffic Secrets. Yeah. And not a lot of people, some people know that there is, and some people know that there, you know, don't know that there, there's, but anyways, it's a full, teaches you the Google ads, Facebook ads, YouTube ads. I didn't dive in too much from the Facebook ads of learning it from there, but Google ads is, that's where I learned it, bread and butter, as well as I took a Udemy course. So, you know, for the people listening who are just getting into this and want to learn, I'm going to tell you one thing. You can find courses. You can find great stuff on Udemy and this and that, but you better get ready to lose some money because it's going to happen and you better be ready for it. I'm, you will make some money, but it is going to cost money to learn. There's no doubt about it. You're either going to pay mm -hmm. 15K worth of mistakes and learning through your own bank account, or you're going to buy a course, or you're going to pay a university. So some way, somehow, you're going to have your, your learning lessons. Well, and that's the thing that we talk about this a lot on this show, as well as during our private coaching sessions uh, with clients, friends, associates, affiliates, partners, whole nine, right? You and me have talked about it. There, Everybody wants this get rich quick. How do I get from zero to a mill in marketing quick? What's the secret sauce quick? And it's one of the first things I told you, look, you're going to have to put time in. It's going to cost you money to learn properly. You're going to have to choose where your investment lies. Is it going to be you do it yourself and your, your investments, you're going to lose some money in your own bank account while you're learning the tricks of the trade. You're getting good at your skill set. Are you going to hire a coach or a consultant to help you get there faster? You're going to do it through the course route a mix of those, but you have to choose where that investment lies. It's just like that old tried and true, like being poor is hard, being rich is hard. Choose your hard. Being fat's hard, being fit's hard. Choose your hard. Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing when it comes to this marketing game, digital game, assets game, leverage, however you want to put it. The persuasion in, in all of this, what people typically hear is NLP or, or good copy or the, the entire purpose of traffic secrets is to help people get to that stage. But there's too many people out there. And I'm glad to see that you didn't end up being one of them. Cause I remember our first conversation where you're like, look, man, I just need some help. I don't really know what I'm doing. And we kept in contact and, and look, you put in the work and you made it happen. You're getting your clients some great results, but I know you've seen the same thing where 500 people that claim to be lead gen specialists or coaches or consultants have come in and flown out just as fast. Yeah. Uh, well, I also tell you before we even met and talked, 
I had already spent 17K of learning pretty mm -hmm. much wasting money in Google ads with the moving company that I was trying to promote. But the problem was I made money, but sometimes because sometimes commissions are so great, you're blindsided by how much you're spending to make the money. So although as you know, maybe a commission, I'd make 2K, 2K, 3K on a commission. The problem was he couldn't take every single job I would do or every single lead I couldn't service. So I didn't pay attention to any of that. All I did yeah. was pay a bunch of big numbers and realizing, okay, I have an 8K month, but I'm really but I'm spending four or five K to make it. So I'm really making just as much as I would or not less as I would be a salesperson, right? So yep. the 17 K I spent before I met you, I wouldn't say it was a complete loss, but a lot of it was, and it was just, you know, the, the, the learning I'm also learning now that I don't want 30 clients myself. I don't want 20 clients. I mm -hmm. want to be more of a high-end consultant and almost a coach and teach the people within the organization, like the, the secretary or the marketer they just interned that just they hired, they pay me to teach them how to generate leads and generate high quality customers for their business versus me just dealing with a whole bunch of accounts. And I, I don't know, there's, there's one thing I was kind of, I said it today on a, on a forum and yeah, I got a little bit backlash for it, but I don't really care. And, and, it, and, it, and I, and I kind of don't like it because it makes it hard for yourself and me at our jobs and people like even Frank Kern and these people who have gone through the hard steps and learned. Uh, and what I was saying is, I don't believe you're a marketing company or you shouldn't call yourself internally. You shouldn't say, I have an, a great marketing company or I own my marketing company. If all your employees, let's just say, quit on you, Facebook ads went down and you had to generate leads for your fucking client. And if you can't generate leads for your client like that, yeah. I, I just, I just feel the authenticity is gone. It's, Hey, call myself XYZ marketers, right? Get a whole bunch of Facebook yeah. lead <clears throat> formats going, have my VAs run these Facebook lead formats, use high level 30 of them are going to be shit. Three of them are going to be good. And, <laughs> and I'm going to sign you up for a 90 day contract, take all the money up front, oh. provide you shit results. And then now the other person on the other end is always going to have a bad taste in their mouth about marketers because they gave you five or six K up front or maybe eight K, whatever it was. And then got rear ended because yeah, like the other person, like John, you got to call your leads The leads aren't bad. This and that the leads that I create, get this. I can create a lead and send it to somebody six hours later and they'll mm. still schedule a consultation or an appointment because it's a real fucking lead that mm. somebody went in, took the time to listen to the answers, have general interest and filled it out versus what I see all the time here. These, these marketers, they do these giveaways. They do these roof showcases. That's mm. not somebody really entering their info and saying, I need help. Can you help me? It's, you're, you're going around the point you're putting, you know, Hey, this is a giveaway, but because we're going to get on your roof, now we can somehow set up an inspection. It's like, you're tricking them versus yeah. An inspection, a good quality inspection lead mm -hmm. might cost you 20 to a hundred dollars for a yeah. good, a good solid lead versus, Hey, I got a lead. I'm getting my clients leads for $3 and 50 cents. And really you're, you're, you're getting your clients a bunch of shit and you're wasting well, their time and not providing value. That's what well, I, I want everybody I, else I, I do want to clarify in yours because you make a very valid point here, right? There's a clear difference between a lead, a prospect, an appointment, and a client. 
And a lot of people don't have that differentiation. So for instance, we use, you know, our system, four pillars of growth, five C's of scale, right? That's what we call the inbound method. We, you, you obviously don't know it as intricately as we do here internally, but you've, you've seen some of the items of it, right? It's all about identifying, capturing, converting, and retaining both the client, the information, and their attention so you have actionable opportunities. And that walks people through cold data, typically stage one lead, to warm up, to warm up, to warm up, to keep qualifying. That's why we use the surveys, the requalifiers, the appointment bookings, the call sets, so that when John Smith comes in and say that, say that a client wants to run a promotional opportunity, right? A client comes in, Susie sees the ad, signs up, puts her info, it becomes a subscriber. Well, that's great. We've got a subscriber now. But that's not the kind of lead that John Smith wants. They've got a subscriber, so they have data. Awesome. Data's king. But we've got to nurture this one to get over here before it's really going to be where we want it, where it's an actual prospect. We need to make sure that there's continuity across that board. And you're right. There are too many people out there in our industry that want to sell a subscriber as a prospect. And they are different. <clears throat> but there is one caveat to what you said that I want to make sure is very clear. Because a lot of people, a lot of people have, it's a polarizing statement, right? And I'll be the first one to tell you this. Salespeople have gotten fucking lazy. They're 1% away from being order takers. You cannot call yourself a fucking salesman or a closer if all you do is take orders today. You're no different than the dude behind the counter at Burger King. If you, 100%. I, I agree 100%, 100%. If you cannot overcome an objection before it happens and then show to evoke a purchase, the resolution to your customer's pain, you are not a salesman. You're an order taker. Quit calling yourself one. And there are too many people on the client side, not necessarily with us or you or really anybody, but just industry-wide that can have gold dropped in their lap, somebody who wants a new roof today and doesn't know how to close that sale because they don't know how to sell a product. I, 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 agree, <clears throat> I agree with you. I, uh, I'd probably say 100%, 100%. But there is, and what I'm going to start doing, get this, you should try it too. For all new clients that I'm going to take on, this is my new philosophy. If that after that lead, we're going to put them in the chart, and it once mm -hmm. it eclipses seven days, and you tell me that they don't pick up or they're not a good client or it's a bad lead, if I set them an appointment, you have to not only pay me my monthly fee, but you have mm -hmm. to send me $150 every single appointment that I set from your old from mm -hmm. your list that you say is no good. And you'll watch how fast then they'll start calling them and not saying, oh, well, it's not our style to call them. Oh, yeah, well, all of a sudden, now you're going to have to call them. And I'm going to mm -hmm. tell them when we get on that phone call, John, I dealt with this before, but if it hits Eclipse in seven days and you still mm -hmm. say you can't get a hold of that lead and you say on the list that you say bad lead or garbage mm -hmm. or whatever, you're going to pay me $150 if I set that appointment for you. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. What we've done is I actually have a call center now that I have a JV partner with specifically because I got tired of people saying, oh, we can't close these leads or oh, we can't contact these leads. And I'd pick up the phone and fucking 50% of them answer right away. 30% of them set an appointment, 15% buy in the first hour of me calling. I'm like, oh, that's weird. I thought you couldn't get a hold of any of these people. So we set up a call center to solve that. 
But we've actually gone through, I remember one specific case was this insurance client somewhere back East. And remember, I've built and sold an agency, an insurance and financial services agency using digital leads, right? That's how I did it. I know what's possible. So <laughs> it's like our bread and butter. So is real estate, mortgage, et cetera, because we work with them so the intensely contractors as well. But I, I remember this one particular instance and it makes me laugh every time I think about it. This dude was adamant that nobody would answer the phone. So I'm like, all right, let's do this. We're going to do a live Zoom call. I'm going to record it. You're going to send me the list that you claim you cannot get anybody to answer. Within three minutes, I had five set appointments for him because it was literally just back-to-back -back answers of just ring, hello, oh, this is so-and-so. Run through Thrive Selling, which is the sales system that I developed. It's similar to the one that you and me went over a, about a year or two ago and ran through it. And all of a sudden, fucking five, 10 minutes into the call, he's like, how'd you, how'd you do that? I'm like, oh, I did this thing called call your fucking lead. What <laughs> yeah. once I get them from subscriber to lead and prospect, that's when you fucking call the people. <laughs> Calling these people does nothing. Calling no. these people does. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. You have to call them. And I've yeah. tried so many, I've tried so many different ways. And, and the best thing for all you guys listening out there is stick to one thing that fucking makes sense and don't change what your philosophy is for anybody because I changed it a little bit and I noticed on the lead sheet on a lead tracker like they were like man these are great out of eight leads we're getting five appointments eight leads Good. not this that's not a fucking message that's not a phone call that's a lead mm. so that's you know cream of the cop I just used all custom things how old is your roof blah 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 just on the Facebook mm. lead form I delete everything out and put everything as custom and then I listened to somebody in the, we all, we, I don't want to na say names, but I listened to his philosophy and here was, you know, um, it's all about quantity over quality. You know, he was saying like, you know, your ROI will be better. I said, okay, let me see. So I have a lead mm -hmm. tracker, right? And I did his way. Mm -hmm. Leads were definitely cheaper, but literally mm -hmm. 10 in a row, like I can see where they put appointment or quality 10 in a row said, Oh, uh, wrong number. Um, already have a new roof, all this shit. So the point is it's, it's not the fact that it's always misfilled information that goes in these forms. It's the fact that people just click through and don't Auto, even know. Auto fills fucking horrible. Right. But I'm saying yeah. I was to somebody who's, no. very well known in the roofing company if i said his name everybody would know yeah but i don't like to put things out there like it, that. It, you shouldn't yeah but i but i did it yeah. and literally it was it went from 50 percent lt lead to appointment mm -hmm. to like now all of a sudden my rate was like seven percent and the guy was right so what i'm saying is because i tried that new thing Mm -hmm. Although sometimes it works and testing things out, I'll never do that again for those clients. Now, if you want to run an auto lead form, ask a bunch of yes, no questions. So you get them engaged and involved. And then on the next page, here's a little tip I always do that does make auto forms better. It says, please double check and verify information before submitting. Dot, dot, dot. That's what it says on the auto page. So they see mm -hmm. it and then read it. So if you are going to use auto forms, just put as many qualifying questions as you can, or what also works and Facebook is smart. 
they have it already built in. And I know some people personally, and I've used it as well, and it does work a lot better, is going to increase your lead cost. But there's a verification tab that people mm-hmm. can slide on that definitely helps increase quality. The best <clears> thing <throat> I can say for all you people listening is create the highest quality fucking lead you can for your client. Because once you do that and they see how good the she's knees that you give them, it's like crack to a crackhead. They're like, this is the fucking shit. These are the best leads on the planet. I love you. And they'll not only want to work with you for one month, two months, they'll want to work with you for two, three, four years. And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but yes, yeah, so yeah, great. You signed up somebody for $1,500 in a month or you got them for three months. You have $4,500. But wouldn't you rather take that client and make $37,000 off of one client for the lifetime value versus after three mm-hmm. months? Ah, you know, this didn't really work out. And here's my prime example. I see all these roofer guys out there or these marketers and they show the testimonials of everybody. And mm-hmm. I'm, this is how I figure out. I, I figure out what everybody does just by looking at their testimonials. Mm-hmm. So when they post like, and they want to try to hide the names of everybody and their results, all I do is look at their fucking shirt and it says the name of their roofing company. Yep. I go look at their page, go to about, see page transparency, see the ads are running. And guess mm-hmm. what? They talk about how amazing they are. And then I go look and they're not running ads anymore. Well, why the fuck aren't you running (laughs) ads anymore if it worked so well and in your interview? But what happens is they run it for a week and a half. The guys are like somewhat excited or whatever. They get the testimonial out of them. And then the real colors show as as the time time goes on. My best advice, the highest quality lead I've ever created, Bryce, is... Uh, honestly, remember that guy, I think I told you about Walker Roof and Construction. He yeah. did 1.5 million for mm-hmm. by himself. So it's him yeah. and like one other sales guy who worked with him for a month. So all mm-hmm. that was his pretty much period, right? That all went to him. But what all we did was run, run messaging ads. But, yeah. but the messaging ads were from his page. So here's a trick for you guys. So a lot of people don't like to run messaging ads because they get shitty messages. They're like, oh, I didn't mean to click this. Sorry, get out of my face, right? And that's because every time you click a picture, the customer clicks a picture or the client does, it's going to pop up in the messenger and it's going to already count for one of your messages. So you're going to waste money that way. What you need to do is you make it as a Facebook post. Not only will you get a better quality because the person has to just actually click the button. The only way they can message you is by clicking that button. So, you know, they watch your video, they see whatever pictures you have, their before and afters, then they click that button then they reach out to you. There's no way you can really get a bad click, like 90, it's probably 90% good, solid clicks for people who actually want the information and need help mm-hmm. versus, and this is just obviously playing around, versus just an ad out there and they click it by mistake, you're going to get charged and the customer or your clients be like, damn, what the fuck, man? I get like one out of one good message out of like seven and we spend $70 a day and they're like pissed versus you get four good quality messages. Like mm-hmm. I think we switched from on um, one account, we were running leads, you know, just regular leads and stuff like that. And my first bread and butter when I got into the whole roofing game was messaging ads. And I said, you know, yeah. what? let me go back to it. Six appointments in one fucking day. And we spent probably less than $30. Six yeah, I, mean, I mean, conversational marketing is one of those things that it's the only fucking thing that matters, Bryce, is a conversation. What's the goal of yeah. the lead? Well, is to have a fucking conversation. And that's that's what I'm getting to. Conversational marketing is one of those things that, like, there's a reason why proper marketing creates relationships. It's a relationship game. 
creating that conversation, building that rapport, having the discussions, opening up that really forum for you to communicate is what it's all about. Whether you call it a lead, a prospect, a, sub- a subscriber, a client, a fucking end user, a, I don't care what you call them. It's all conversation based. You're just, you're right. It's one of those things. And we use it here at Funnel Driven as well. I'm glad you and me have had very intensive conversations about conversation marketing because you get it. So I do, I do have to ask, cause let's, let's flip this a little bit. Cause I want to make sure that we use the rest of the time that we have to the best for our audience, right? What would you say is the, I'm going to, I'm going to do this a little differently than usual. Usually I try to highlight things. I want to talk about worst case scenario here. What was your biggest mistake and what was the lesson that you learned from it that directly impacted you sticking to conversational marketing? What I just, what I just listening to that person that when I was talking on the phone and I was saying, Hey, you know, these are my lead costs are high quality, but I get lower. And then I listened to what they said, seeing, just seeing it visually, Mm -hmm. the fact that I got You froze, bud. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Oh, we lost him. We lost him. Where'd he go? Hey, there you are. What happened? I don't, I have zero idea. I (laughs) computer goes on standby. If you don't click something long enough, uh, then I think happened so anyways we're back so <laughs> welcome okay so what we're we're talking about is the biggest mistake it's sometimes instead of trusting your gut and what you feel is right trying to li- listen to somebody else so you can make it perfect and the big the and one of the biggest mistakes period for everybody listening is not fucking executing that's the number one mistake you could put you know make the worst shittiest ad and that's better than not doing anything at all. Um, and that was the biggest lesson. It was recent when I saw that, mm. when I, you got 10 bad ones. And then I said, you know what? <clears throat> Let me go back to my old philosophy, right? The way I've been doing things for like a long time and the way that separated myself from everybody else. And I did it. And right away with the, with the one ad I was running out of Colorado, we got like Colorado, $30, six appointments one day. I, Hell I Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anybody does better than that. But anyways, the the point is, it's creating those conversations. And if you think about it, a conversation on a messenger is mm-hmm. just as valuable as a phone call. It's probably 100%. maybe and maybe ten percent less valuable. So you have to think when you're looking. Oh, I'm spending fifty dollars a message, ten dollars a message, hundred dollars a message. No, you're not paying a message. You're paying a conversation. And if your ad is good enough and you have it set right where they're not going to click it by mistake, you're going to get a real Mm -hmm. conversation. You know, like um, 
I remember I was just fucking around for solar. I had a backwards hat on like this. I was smiling. <laughs> this was the picture. I don't own a solar company. I don't work for a solar company, but I know people, if I sold it, I could make money on no. it. I think this cost me $8 to get a solar prospect that gave me their credit score, talked me on the phone, et cetera. Yeah. So the biggest problem I feel like most companies desire and where most marketing companies fail is one thing and one word only conversations. They fail to make real conversations. They say, Dan, I got you 20 leads today. How was it? Ah, we got to hold about two people or so three people. Wasn't, wasn't too mm -hmm. bad. And then they boast and post on pictures that they got their client $15 leads or $10 leads, or maybe even 20. And they're all excited about it. Mm -hmm. But in reality, you could have taken that client and gotten them 10 conversations instead of two conversations based with the, the, the messaging ads. I'm oh. also doing something right now, fucking selling digital products through messaging. Mm -hmm. So it's oh, yeah. a new, I just started, so we'll have to see how it, how it goes, but I'm offering my fitness program for like $29.99, the 30 day shred. And <coughs> so let, there. let me know how, how that's going for you. Cause we've been doing it for a couple of years now. We actually built AI driven bots that do that for you, that you can tie oh, like, to pages. Um, what's their name? Uh, like the, the, the chat bots and many chat and all that. Right. Yeah. So like we build them in many chat, but we built out AI powered ones that like you can build an entire e-com store in Facebook messenger and we do it all the time. So That's you can, awesome, so you can set up your e-com store to sell your digital products and fulfill the order. So they never have to leave Facebook messenger, which That's, is, which is super cool. But yeah, that's, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. but that, that's exactly the type of thing that excited me about bringing you on here. We've had other marketers. Hell, I'm, I own a marketing company as well as three other companies, but we always stick to the same fundamental thing. You need to operate with integrity, morals, and ethics, and you need to do what's in the best service of your client. Getting them a shit ton of subscribers is fine if they're only looking at one to 2% sales if you want to build an email list, but that's not what they're hiring you for. If they're paying you on a retainer as a marketer, your job is actionable opportunities and conversations that can convert to revenue, nothing else. And if you can't do that, don't fucking sell the service until you can. Right. And I feel here's two, <laughs> two, two caveats to that. Number one, until you can learn it and how to do it, your fucking self. Stop trying to, when all shit goes to storm and your clients say, you know, and all of a sudden your VAs are down, this and that, their computers aren't working. And let's just say your Facebook ad account got banned. And now you have to go in there and go recreate it. You need to know how to fucking do that yourself. I understand where the VAs come in. I understand where the oh, 100%. But what I don't, I, I think is just so shitty that you call yourself this amazing marketer, amazing company. And some people, you know, I don't know about the highest degree of level if they're, if they don't know how to do it, but there's people who are kind of sort of higher, some higher degrees and don't even know how to fucking say, you know, um, you know, make me a, uh, what's a skag, you know, they're like, what a skag, what's a skag, you know, like, you should know what the fuck that is as, as a marketer. And you not only know it, but you should know how to implement it. You should know how to consistently get seven to 10. Like when I knew a client I just took on, mm -hmm. we're consistent at eight out of 10 AdWords scores on, on Google AdWords, right? Cool. So we're paying 75% less than everybody else's. Mm -hmm. But the point yeah. I'm getting at is that's one of my biggest pet peeves.
is if you're a marketer, you should know how to fucking do everything without your team if all hell all hell breaks loose, right? So that's number one. And number two, I was I was gonna say um, the the number one thing, and as we said before, is is conversations. But let me put it this way: why a messaging lead is so much more valuable than anything else? It can never be fucking fake information. Oh, hundred percent. It can't be falsely entered. Yeah. That's what. Well, that, and that, that I'm really glad that you, you touched on it can never be falsely entered information. And it's one of these things that drives me fucking crazy. So the, the biggest hot topic right now that you're seeing around the internet is click funnels is getting banned or funnel pages are getting banned. Facebook doesn't have, no, I'm going to clear this up for everybody listening right now. That's not fucking true. Here's the truth. And you're not going to like to hear it. The reason your click funnels are not being utilized, why you're having ad account bans, why your pages aren't being approved, why you're having ad reviews, why you're getting denials and rejections is because you're not following the fucking terms of service. Thank you. And you're not thank compliant. You, thank, you, thank you, Bryce. <clears throat> don't worry. Don't worry. You know, like you're thinking you're, you know, best. And just because you're putting up a before and after picture, just because you're using the word you, that that should be okay. And until you fucking learn what Facebook doesn't want, it's not their fucking fault. They're not shitty people. They're not shady people. It's your mm -hmm. dumb fucking fault for not looking at the rules and not reading the blueprint and not even talking to a Facebook representative and asking them what's okay, what's not okay. Yeah. So it's your dumb fault if you're getting your client accounts banned and your own fucking accounts banned because you don't understand the damn rules. You know, once I got banned from Facebook and I had some real chats and everything with the people, yeah. I have never had an ad denied or banned ever in my life because I don't do shit that's going to cause that. Don't worry. Don't <clears> ever <throat> use the word you. You want a fucking tip? Don't worry. They use you or your personal attributes. About, yeah. Don't talk about personal attributes <laughs> about anything. And most of the time when we're writing ads, we're trying to reach somebody. So you can do different things like learn the ways how to make X or learn how to treat knee pain. Don't say you learn how to fix your knee pain. That would be, they wouldn't like that because now you're talking about. Well, and let me, let me expand on this a little bit more because it's, it's driving me fucking crazy hearing about all these people out here that are like, Oh, my page buyers group is a prime okay. example. Yeah, it's driving me fucking batty. Everybody who has made the statement, click funnels, lead pages, Insta page, spark builder, WordPress, any fucking web page builder on the goddamn planet that it's their fault that your page is no longer working or Facebook's not letting you run ads. Just so you guys know, any single item that you ever type out, look up, link to, have resources for that Facebook can see, they can vet because it's their customer's journey. You're using their audience. If you're running an ad on Facebook and you have a link go to a landing page, guess what Facebook can do? Audit your landing page. It's not just your ad that has to be compliant. It's the entire customer's journey. I think we lost Conrad. He looks frozen. He's either a really good still actor or we lost him again. He'll come back. I think he'll come back. He's not done with you guys yet. Don't worry. This is where I need hold music. Could do like the Jeopardy theme song while we're waiting. Hold on. I'm going to look that up. We're going to do some Jeopardy music while we're waiting on Conrad to come back. You ready for this, guys? You ready? You ready? 
Boom. Jeopardy music. Oh, nope. That's called a commercial. Apparently, we just got sponsored by Hefty. Not really. Don't sue us, Hefty. It's okay. Here's the music. Just heard from Conrad. He said, hang tight. He's not done dropping some bombs. By the way, this is not our music. This is Jeopardy's theme song, and we give all credit to Jeopardy. Let's see if I can find some unlicensed hold music. Best of hold music. Just got another message from Conrad. He said he's going to hop on on the phone. He's having some technical difficulties. change it up i'm gonna find some more hold music what do we got here royalty free corporate music this one's majestic we're gonna put on some motivational rap uh, bu- bu- this is Dax self-proclaimed two after this ad, apparently, because Liberty Mutual wants to advertise to you. YouTube has too many ads. I'm just pointing that out. Conrad should be coming on shortly. In the meantime, we're going to listen to Dax Self-Proclaimed 2. 
You should check him out on YouTube, by the way. Motivational rap. It's pretty cool. Conrad's having some technical difficulties. He will be back shortly, guys. Do not worry. We are going to pick up right where we left off, talking about compliance, talking about ad rejections, and talking about some of the worst-case scenario things that you could experience, but from a high point of how to actually produce a result, the tips, tricks, and strategies Conrad uses that we use here at Funnel Driven and that you too can use at your end. We are just waiting for Conrad to come in, drop a few more gold flakes for you, and get this party started. All right, Conrad's back on his iPad this time. 
I see you coming in. Looks like you're connected to audio. What happened to the MacBook, my man? I think that's what you were on. Okay, can you hear me? I can hear you. What happened to the computer, my man? Stupid shit. I think, I don't know. I bought this USB adapter to get better speeds. And I mean, I've never had this happen when I've been on a podcast. (laughs) Go heads and shits out. So we're on the iPad now, which is uh, a little bit better. That's okay. Our our listeners are going to get to listen to a little bit of Jeopardy music and then some unlicensed hold music. And then I played some Dax for some motivational rap. So we've got, we've got all the different levels of weight music coming on. You're the man. So (laughs) talking about how it annoys us about, uh, I think other, other marketers and the way they do things. And then, you know, they, yeah. And then what makes our job harder. I think that's what we were talking about. Yeah, we were talking about that, but I kind of want to pivot from there. Uh, I think we, I think we spent enough time bitching about other marketers. Full disclosure. I agree. Okay. So, so let's we've only got a couple more minutes here because i've got to hop off we've got another call coming up but i want to make sure that we can leave the audience with some gold so before we go into how they can contact you what you can help them with what your rock star and all the good all the good and the bad and the ugly there i want to ask two more questions question number one Let's say small business owner John owns ABC something. Who cares what the industry is, but specifically, what is one thing that you would say, a key takeaway that they could implement today to up their game, start getting comfortable with social, and maybe even get a few conversations started? Fastest way, and this is this is kind of what I'm going to be teaching in my course. I could get a I could get somebody a lead within 24 hours if they put money in the pot. And what I mean by elite is like a conversation. I can get somebody a conversation in 24 hours if you just follow these steps. Make a step one, have a Facebook ad account. So you do need, you need to do that. <laughs> step two, make a post that shows, are you here with me? Okay. I'm, I'm here with you. Make a post on your Facebook page that shows the authentic, the authenticity of your company who you are and what you're about. Number three, attach an offer to that post. Number four, you can, some people might not even know how to just do this through the ads manager. So luckily Facebook has stuff for people who aren't super talented in marketing. So step number four would be to boost, boost page, take it from where it says automatic to put it where it says messages. Okay. So get messages. As far as uh, where you want a radius, do not target anything. Just do a 25-mile radius of whatever you're in. Put the age range depending on what your ideal client is. Find your ideal client. Tell me who they are, where they live, and what they're about. And use 10-year difference between their age. So maybe up and down. So if your ideal age is 55, use 45 to 65. Okay. And then uh, put a budget, do a lifetime budget because it's a little secret that I just learned. (laughs) The four to five day scale. (laughs) If you do a lifetime budget, it will literally squeeze Facebook for everything that they have to try to find as many clients or messages as you can for that lifetime budget. So if you put a budget of $50 for four or five days, it will try to literally get you as many people in as you can in that four or five day period. Now, if you do it like 30 days and you do like 150 bucks, 
yeah, you're probably not going to get too much. But if you do a small period and a decent amount of spend, it will literally squeeze it for every dollar that it has to get that person in there. So that would be the five-step process, I would say, that literally uh, nobody knowing anything about marketing and owning a business could do. Uh, you literally put pictures of what you do or what you're about and that you're authentic about, put a short little story about it, put an offer, boost it, messaging ads, and boom, you'll, you'll have probably a lead within 24 to 48 hours. No, no now, sorry if I, I got distracted. So my whiteboard fell off my wall. And then tackled one of my state, my studio lights in the process. <laughs> That's going to be on ESPN, man. <laughs> just came in here and just took him at the knees. So I'm going to have to fix that before the next call. So second question. Thank you for dropping some knowledge. By the way, I love the fact that you know about the four to five day squeeze. Uh, that LTV is huge. It's been a thing for years, but just like proper interest stacking and layering, people just don't use it enough. Well, I didn't learn it from anybody. I just tried it and it was very random. And it worked. so then I was like, oh, this is cool. So, yeah. Second thing. We want one nugget here. Now, I preach omnipresence a lot because if done properly, it works very, 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 very well. Now, I noticed that you 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 did a little bit of learning on your Google. I dig it. You knew Skag. You, you're running some omnipresence yourself. What's one tip that you would recommend small business owner Joe who's had kind of a rough year? Maybe he's in an area like Florida who's had some lockdowns or New York that's had quite some horrific lockdowns that they can do outside of budgeting for the advertising side. Let's talk organic a little bit because you've, you've spent a little bit of time doing some organic strategies yourself. That'll That's get from. I don't even think I have any. <laughs> I think every single one of them is organic. That I've and, and that's exactly why I wanted to leave with this answer. What's one piece of gold that you can tell the audience that'll take their organic game from drab to fab that they can implement today? And we're, we're not, we're ta are we talking offline, like literally out and about, or are we talking online? We're talking either or just true organics. It can be in person. It can be online. It can be a mix of number one, number, number one, join the chamber of commerce. Number two, go to networking events. Number three, join Facebook groups that are local to your city and drop knowledge in there every single day in different things. And number four, surprisingly, you can get really good leads this way. Uh, drop your stuff into the Facebook classifieds, you know, the, the stuff that you offer. Mm -hmm. You can get literally, that's, that's a way where you can spend nothing and get leads and get sales for your business to propel. Even if like, let's say you don't have any money really for marketing. It's a way where you can get sales and propel, and then you can take those sales and put it back into ad spend with some of the methods that we've taught you perfect so now anybody wants to get a hold of you i know roofing is kind of your bread and butter these days you seem to be crushing it in that industry let's Everything. say I, i've learned that if there's a fucking somebody needs something mm -hmm. and so a company can be a solution i can i can help them so there has to be a need for it number one yeah. and then as long as you're a solution, you, you can make it work. Facebook has, is, is just such, such a gigantic, huge platform that if, if you're not 
not using it, you're literally, you think you're saving money, but you're wasting money, not doing it, you know? hundred percent. So the people that need your help, how can they find you? Is there a website address? Is there a phone number, email? How do you want them to reach out to you to either get to know I'll you or start I'll the conversation? My Facebook. I have two websites, but I feel like once you have two, three websites, start giving them all, it starts getting confusing. So I'll just give my name on Facebook is Conrad Quinter. You can find me. Uh, there's a picture of me and a lady. That's my new wife. And uh, I got I got her from uh, rentabride.com. <laughs> Mailorderbrides.com. That's <laughs> um, and then number two, um, you could just always call me. I'm very personal and always welcome to a conversation. So you can call me or text me, and that number is 561-283-5825. Again, I learned this in college. You're from one of these uh, marketing things. You're always supposed to repeat it twice. 561-283-5825. And uh, one thing that separates me versus a lot of other marketers, I offer, you're either in the green, and if you're not in the green, I'll give you all your money back that you paid me to help you. Not your mark, not your ad budget, but if you paid me six grand for three months, I'll get, literally give you six grand back. As full transparency, I think I've had to do, well, it was, this was just a month to month one, but one time I think I had to give somebody their money back. But that's that's the difference that i am versus some of the other guys out there and i put this in contract that if you're not in the green and making money i'm going to give you your money back because i don't want to fucking work for you if i'm not giving you any value or helping you there's zero point of me working if i'm not helping so perfect so you heard it from the man himself you either get some ROI or he gives you your money back. If anybody needs any help, reach out to Conrad. He's a personal friend of mine. Good guy. And I've watched him grow up excited to see where you're going and how many people you're going to be able to help. And once again, everybody listening, give Conrad and his new bride a huge congratulations. They just got married recently and I know they're excited about it. Thank you for being on the show today, bud. I'm going to go no, ahead. Dude, and... Thanks so much for inviting me, man. That was like, I, I really appreciate being on, uh, being on the, 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 the Bryce podcast here. I see, <laughs> I, see your, I see your stuff all the time, you know, and, and I remember, you know, as far as when we talked and then where you've grown as well. Now, is that, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think that's your sister. Uh, girlfriend you have in your life? Dulce is the girlfriend I have in my life. Yes, it is. It's bad. She's moved in. She's relaxing in the other room. Probably curious why there's a bunch of banging going on because the half the shit fell off down in the room. But I'll get that all fixed up. Thank you again for being on. Everybody listening, this was the Inbound Secret, and we will see you on the next episode. Appreciate you, man. Have a good night. You too. This is the inbound secret. My name is Bryce, and I'm your host for the Inbound Secret, where we're talking with top performers and health experts and sales badasses alike about their strategies to optimize their well-being and performance. Once again, this is the inbound secret, and, and let's get rocking and rolling. This is the inbound. This is the inbound. This is the inbound, the inbound, the inbound. This is the inbound.